0: When restraint and courtesy are added to strength, the latter becomes irresistible. Mahatma Gandhi. Bending Not Breaking, Episode 16 The Deserter. We're back with another episode of Bending Not Breaking. I'm Sunshine Mayfield and
1: I'm Ben Pruitt
0: and we are going to talk about the episode The Deserter which is episode 16 and we're looking at that through a lens of what Ben?
1: Restraint.
0: Restraint. Like I wish you would have shown more restraint on the intro because you peeked out the mic man.
1: And we need you to show some restraint because you only get five words
0: with your recap. All right. Five word descending word recap. Are you ready? Maybe. <sighs> Get it all out. I'm ready. Ang. Firebending. Not ready. <laughs> <laughs> Apt. That's it. That's Apt. it. Ang firebending not ready. Can you do better in five words? I don't Tweeted know. at us at the Arcabe. Yeah. Why not, right? But yeah, he's not ready for fire Clearly. No, and we'll get into that. You want to jump right in? Let's jump right Anything into the you, to the beginning of yeah, the episode. The very beginning of the episode. Yeah. All right. Heroes. This is what I wrote. Heroes see a kiosk. They see an info kiosk in the middle of the woods, which seems very strange to well, me. It it's not Disney World. It didn't
1: seem strange to me because it's just like, an info kiosk. Well, Right and like that, that makes sense because there was like a little fork in the road. So they could have ch- chosen to go one direction or another. So like it made sense that like the map said, hey, the Fire Nation Festival's this way. Do you like One Direction? The band? Yeah. Not really.
0: Okay, great. So they they can see where they can go. They see that there's a fire festival. And why well, did you ask me that question? I was just curious. If, I thought I just wanted to know if you liked One Direction because you said you can go in one direction and so i just asked yeah but it didn't say you could listen to one direction that, anyways um they can see that they can go to the fire festival they also see a wanted poster for ang
1: that's right
0: um and we also see another they when they decide to go to the fire festival we see they zoom in on another picture that we assume is going to be someone important well we also see that they're being
1: tracked like the first thing we see is that somebody is like tracking them yes right and then there's this Fire Nation Festival. Sokka's like, you know, like the word of the wise. We should avoid the festival.
0: And Aang's like, you know what? We just, I need to learn firebending. Oh my goodness. And if more people would have not gone to the fire festival, we wouldn't have gotten to mediocre Netflix and Hulu documentaries. Tell me more about that.
1: Oh. <laughs> okay, good. Funny. Okay. So caution would have helped them in this moment, I think.
0: Y- yes, right? And, so, and this has happened a couple times, even to the point where Sokka says like, they're like, yeah, we'll go and we'll bounce out before we oh. get into trouble. Well, it's not even makes a very, like, trouble. point to be like, yeah, when has that ever been the case? Like, we always get into trouble. Um, yeah, yeah. Because we always avoid, or we always leave before we get into trouble is the direct quote. Yeah. Um. And so they decide that they're going to go to this fire festival.
1: Yeah. And then they tell the animals to say, hey, stay behind and hide.
0: Stay out of sight. Yep. Appa tries to hide behind a bush. Which I thought was a funny moment. I like. I like very funny. Appa is for a character that doesn't talk has to be one of your favorite characters. He's pretty excellent. Yeah, um, because he just uh, muck muck goes and hides behind a bush, and then Appa very quickly goes and follows. Hides behind the bush. Hides behind the bush as well. But uh, a bush is barely covering Appa's nose. Yes. But um, and then they they ready their disguises. Well, let's be
1: real. None of their disguises are good.
0: Well, including Appa. Correct. Well, so, like, they're sure like, Sokka and Katara have hoods that they can put on, which maybe help them blend in, but it's not really a disguise. Aang puts his shirt over his head to make a hood because he's working with what he's got. Yeah,
1: it seems like caution is not something that he's got a sense of. No,
0: they are not prepared to go into this area. And so, like,
1: why don't they have a greater sense of restraint here?
0: Yeah, I wonder if it's because they haven't really been challenged. Like they've met challenges along the way, but they've come out pretty easily from all of those. And so maybe We like, might
1: say they're easy, like looking in on this perspective. Correct. But I wonder if I wonder if they think what their journey has been is easy or not.
0: But I would assume that if they had thought that it was harder than what it was, that they would be more hesitant on this decision. Maybe. It seems like to sit there and say we want to go into the Fire Nation right now. For just to see, like, if we can potentially find a master. Seems like a bold move. Yeah. Right? Fair. I I would probably not make that decision. But they do decide to make that decision, and that's where we're at. So, um, they... Got ready their disguises, and they... Go into town. Go into town, and they realize everyone's wearing masks. Where do I find that mask? Get your authentic mask here! And that, like, even Sokka goes, well, that was... Easy. Easy.
1: Yeah, and so my question here is, after they get these masks, why does Katara switch the two masks?
0: Right, and so... Again, for her, I think she's just being playful and saying, like... This is a more accurate depiction. Because it's meant to just play as a joke. And match, like... This match clearly matches... This mask clearly matches Aang's personality. This one more so Sokka's. And so either she's doing it to be playful. Or she's kind of doing it as, like, a legitimate jab to Sokka. And saying, like, you're the downer of this group. Though that is not what he is doing. He is just being the more cautious person of this group.
1: So, like, would it have... Changed any of the outcomes of the night if those masks had been reversed?
0: Possibly, right? We have no way of knowing. I don't think that that does, but it's an unnecessary risk to put masks on them and then be like, oh, let's take off our mask and switch them. Right. Like, once they're on I would have said, they're on, like, we're, we're in a safer spot now. If I unmask myself, it is more likely for someone to see me. Um,
1: in the middle of Fire Nation territory. And we right? see Aang do
0: that or like as the firebender is going on stage later on when they follow the crowd to that firebender um, magician, whatever you want to call him Aang takes off his mask to watch for his, portions of that. His entertainer. Um, and that seemed like a bold move to me as well.
1: Yeah, I just feel like A lot of the troubles that they experience could be prevented if they showed a little more restraint yeah they just like held themselves back a little bit and i don't think that means change who you are i just think in this moment it's think a little bit about the consequences of your decisions correct right
0: because there are clear consequences to this decision yeah because had they not done this they may still have found a master yeah. Which doesn't teach Cause, us a lot, well, except I, for the fact that he's not ready. Well, right?
1: and I think we see that Homeboy was tracking them before they went into town. Right. Right? And so he was clearly going to reach out eventually. Yeah. Right? And so Death like w- would have encountered Zhang Zhang no matter Most what. Most likely
0: re- like regardless of any of this. Yes. However, now they got to do it with Admiral Zhao on their tail. Yep. So we get this moment where they go find the firebender— well, before um, we get to well, that, Sokka's yeah. really hungry. Yes. And Sokka goes and eats the fire flakes. Yes. And downs Flaming
1: them. fire flakes.
0: And downs them. Yeah. And then, of course, they're too hot.
1: And then Katara's like, duh, they're flaming fire flakes. Of course they're spicy.
0: Yeah. And so what What gives her, like, because my response back would be like, duh, we shouldn't have gone into the Fire Nation. And so, like, what in this moment is, like, Who? who are either one of them to sit there and, like give the other people crap, but... Well... Because <laughs> hindsight's twenty twenty, right? So they don't know that this is the way that it's going down, but like, again, just, was it helpful? Was it not helpful? It's not a helpful comment. Like he knows Yeah, well, that he, it's
1: like, there's the whole thing, well, if you have anything nice to say, don't say it at all, right? And I, I think it's interesting because th- there was no benefit to saying that other than for the comedic effect right. that or, like, because it was a sarcastic comment, it was not it, well intended it was like clearly a you're an idiot
0: right which and then after you place that with the mass jab right like, I just at a certain point is Saka so- would Saka stop becoming helpful or offering words of wisdom because we've seen at this point that he has got some pretty good strategic planning mm-hmm. he is not the bumbling idiot that has been that like he has been pitched to be in earlier episodes um, is that, but at a certain point is he just going to stop trying to help because every time he does say something he gets shot down or every time that he behaves a certain way he gets kind of made fun of isn't that not a potential outcome is that if you do that enough to people they're going to be like great right, I'm just going to stop providing input
1: yeah I don't know knowing Sokka like homeboy doesn't hold back right but the question well will he start to hold back if this continues I don't know but it's something to think about because i think other people potentially would sooner than Sokka has
0: right i think yeah.
1: other people would have shut down much sooner than Sokka, but whether it's because they're siblings and they continually jab at each other period or what it seems to kind of just roll off right yeah but i would have liked a little bit more restraint from katara in that moment i think i agree We see the big crowd. Yeah, and then they pass by this puppet show, right? And then the Fire Lord, you know, is, oh no, the Fire Lord's in trouble. Not. And then the Fire Lord burns.
0: The puppet of the Fire Lord. The
1: the puppet of the Fire Lord burns this puppet of an earthbender. And
0: everyone cheers. Yeah,
1: and it's not like a defending burn. It is like a, I just burnt that person to a crisp. Yep, and everyone is... Talk about. about some propaganda, y'all. Yeah. Like, let's talk about like what that is saying to the children who are watching that
0: in the show. Like, yeah, in that the, show, yeah, they're talking say? that is like, all right, cool, we can burn if you are a part of the anybody Earth who kingdom.
1: Who, and well, it's that and anybody who attacks me, I can burn I them can, to the point
0: of no longer living. Yes. Yeah. Right. And like be justified in it.
1: That's terrifying to me. Like that's terrifying. Like they, they, like the whole crowd cheers. It seems a little bit violent for me. That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah. Well, and then like again, so it doesn't look like. So my guess is this is not the case. But it's not like that. This is the fire festival. As villagers, you are expected to be there, and you are expected to, you know, cheer on everything. Like that. If you have a negative complaint, that you will be taken by military personnel. Maybe.
1: That's interesting. It doesn't. To it think doesn't.
0: About. Now, great. Like based off the context clues, it seems like everyone who is there wants to be there.
1: Yeah, and I'm not getting any clues from the crowd that this is something that they don't want to be right. attending.
0: Yeah, but I just wonder if that's a world that they possibly could. That's
1: interesting. Down. That's I didn't think about it that way. Maybe um, they're forced because it is to... a
0: military run. All their villages are supervised by military and like have military yeah. personnel there. So, anyways. Then we get a bigger crowd, we get this entertainer who's doing fire juggling and essentially throwing around the the fireworks from the Lord of the Rings movie. Yep. Um Bobo, Bilbo's uh, dragon. Yeah, you know, comes through. Um and and so he needs a volunteer. He needs a volunteer. And Ang is like, "Ooh, ooh, 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 like his mask is off and he's and, saying like, "Penny." And me. I'm like, "Think, dude." Like, think. Yeah. Which Ang again, intelligent Right? Character. Very unintelligent moment. And it's just because he's kind of mesmerized by, like, oh, I want to be able to do that. Pick me.
1: Well, I think he's so entranced. Yeah, I just don't think he is thinking at all about his greater responsibility here. And what would happen if he were caught?
0: Yeah, there's not a lot of thinking. The critical thinking is currently not something that this crew is. And so, like, I'm
1: going to assume the best here. And, like, that's an impulse decision of a 10 year old right 12 year old 12 year old yeah where like clear, like literally has not processed right it's not that he's making that conscious decision and weighing the risks it's i literally don't believe that he has processed the fact that this is a bad idea
0: Agreed. i think that this is a he is so caught up in the moment and then katara gets pulled up and tied to a chair
1: after she was like, we should be holding back, don't say anything. Yeah, she blue- gets called out. And she's like, uh. But, but it, then at
0: that point, it's like. You don't want to be weird. You don't want to be the suspicion. one that, Exactly,
1: it draws more suspicion
0: not to participate. And they send, he sends a flying flame dragon at Katara, knowing that it's probably not going to oh, hit. Oh no,
1: I'm losing control. Right, and
0: Aang jumps up to save Katara. And he's like, dude, you're stealing my thunder. Airbends.
1: Yep. And is immediately discovered as the Avatar.
0: When, but not immediately. Like, he does it, and everyone's just kind of in shock. And so he just starts to dance. Yep. And then someone's like, that's the Avatar. Yep. As opposed to, like, airbend, grab Katara, let's bounce, right? Nope. Like He was like, <laughs> he starts to dance and, like, keep the show going. Again, not critically thinking. Not at all. Then we get a moment of, all right, chase scene.
1: He's also booed, to be fair.
0: Yep. We get the chase scene. Military chases after him. After we yep. get help from the guy who's been tracking them.
1: Who we find out is Che.
0: Che. Um, and then...
1: Oppa saves, the saves the day. today. They burn the torch. The fireworks
0: goes off. Everybody's in a cheer and they love it. I'm loving active Oppa. I'm loving... Oppa. It happened last episode. It happened this episode. Like, Oppa coming in and, like, smacking tail and, like... Airbending people away and... and just bum-rushing other animals. It seems and, like, like
1: that's his regular...
0: He's like, gotten to the state of like def- defender. He is he's he's an animal defending its... I mean, master, right? So, yeah. Like, um, but I'm enjoying to see Appa, like come in and save the day. Yeah, I mean, they it's definitely go out watch. with a bang. Du-dum-ts. You're yeah. so witty. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they escape, and then this is where they learn more about Shay, and then he tells them about Jong Jong.
1: Yeah. The man, the myth, the legend.
0: The genius.
1: Yeah. Crazy genius. That's right. And he left the army, and he lived, and that's pretty unheard of. But Yeah, then, if you desert. Yeah, and then Che is the second person to have ever done that. Right? Yep. Uh, so, so he says. Yes, fair, that we know of.
0: Because it seems to me, based off of his interactions later on, is that the entire... Of people on Zhang Zhang's side treat shay like the like black, he's not like bright. The, yeah, like the he doesn't make right decisions. They asked him to show restraint in not tracking the Avatar. That's right. He does anyways. That's right. Um, which ultimately brings Admiral Zhao to their shores. Yep. Um. And so, he didn't show restraint in the way that the Master was asking him to do. That's right. Um, and I think by the end of this, we all pr- we all like Jon Jon.
1: Yeah, I don't think, based off this, this episode, that he's the right teacher for Aang. Because I don't think, even if Aang had learned earthbending and waterbending at this point, I don't think he would have been the right teacher for Aang.
0: Aang requires a little bit of what Monkey Azzo had. Yeah. Which is... Gives a little bit of grace, understands the need to play. Yep. Um, understands the need to take well, a break.
1: And honestly, here's what I think about John, John I think he's jaded. And I think that he doesn't he is fire is fire is alive. And he also is talking about it's destructive. It's this, it's this. And it was there was very little positive affirmation of what fire can do. I yeah. think he grew up. In a situation where fire was destructive, and that's really all he saw.
0: And he had to use it. And he had to use it that
1: way, and that's why he left the army. And I think that that has kind of tainted his view on firebending. And because if you listen to Iroh talk about firebending, it doesn't sound like that. Right. And so I, I think that Zhang Zhang is teaching and only knows and is jaded about what firebending is. And so I think that ultimately it's good that he only got a few lessons in with Aang. Because I wonder if his dogma would have influenced Aang in a negative way.
0: Well, so even before we get to Zhang Zhang... um, So Aang wants to meet Zhang Zhang. Sokka gets upset again because Katara throws out something along... You said this before! Yes, Katara says something along the lines of like, you know, nothing bad's gonna happen, etc. And he gets up because he's like, honestly, like how many times does this have to happen for us before we start like taking things a little bit more seriously? Mm-hmm. Um, which I gotta, t- I'm probably on Sokka's side on this one, like.
1: But I also am so with the first one. I was definitely on Sokka. With this one, I'm like, they found a competent firebender that is not with the Fire Nation. I think this time they need to seek that out, even if he's not ultimately the right teacher. I think it was the right move this time to. Seek out Zhang Zhang.
0: Sure, and we can see that with with hindsight. Yes, that's um, fair. Right, like we see that with hindsight, but it easily could have been anything else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and if you can look at like they thought Jet was like a competent teacher and ability to like join their cause and turns out that that wasn't the case and so they've been burned a couple of times yeah um and so I, I and Sokka's been right every time and Sokka's been right almost every time about those specific things mm-hmm. not about the way that he treated women in earlier in the season Definitely not about not. some of that stuff but like when it comes to the, the critical thinking on Sokka and from a strategic, from standpoint, a strategic yeah. standpoint and what needs to happen or, or uh, the way that we trust people he's, he's been pretty dead on most of the time yep let me um, get a cut right so we go back,
1: uh, and Giles recommending the city guards. Yeah, I don't care about your local crime rates, right? And the local guy's like, you know, well, we hit, everything went off without a hitch except for this. Yeah, and he's like, I don't care about your local crime rates.
0: Avatar, tell me where the avatar went. Right. And they go and get the riverboats. That's right. And they start heading down. Um, and then we find out that John John does not want to teach. Aang. Yep, he knows he's not ready. And keeps pestering about it. Finally goes ignores down ignores the castle, like, yeah. right? But uh, and I really appreciate the line. How can I teach you if you uh, refuse to listen?
1: Yes, and I think that this is kind of his. I agree. Like I agree with that statement. Like right. he's been trying to say this thing, Like I'm trying to teach you, and you're not listening. And so, like I get that, but at the same time, I don't think that him saying that is the best teaching method.
0: Yes, sure. right. Does right? that make so sense? Like I tallies, agree with what he's saying. Mortality is that he is not probably the right master to teach yes. him. Yes, um, but I think this is this is something Aang needs to hear. And like because Aang is, I'm good enough to do this. I can do this. And we have someone who is very well understanding of what fire can do. And says no, like you're not ready for this.
1: Well, to master bending disciplines, you must first master discipline
0: itself. Right, and it's clear that Aang, Aang hasn't. Right yeah well at least when you also put him in a, in a sense of I want to do this I want to do this I want to do this and saying like we need to do these things first well, no 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 I, I'm better than that I can I can do like I'm better than that I want to move forward with this
1: well I love the thing the rant he goes on like water is cool and soothing earth is the foundation and stable fire is this burning thing that is out of control and you have to have the balance of this cool, soothing foundation from Earth and Water bending that you don't have yet. Yeah, and I like I find it interesting that zhang Jong is so competent around the Avatar cycle and teaching the Avatar.
0: Yes, we go well we get the Roku moment, right? Because he says yeah. I'm not going to do this, and then we get Roku saying like,
1: "Well, he says you are weak," and then Avatar Roku is like, "Whoa, you're calling me weak? Yeah, I have learned this a thousand times." you're not calling me weak you will teach the avatar right right and I don't think like it's and it's against his better judgment but I wonder like what is Roku's intention here does he think Aang is ready or is that a pride moment could Roku have shown a little bit more restraint and trust in the fact that Jean is a is a knows what he's doing because, like, we agree that I don't think Aang was ready to learn firebending.
0: Right. That was my recap.
1: Right? Yeah. I, and I agree with you. And so I don't think he was ready. And apparently Avatar Roku thinks he is.
0: Well And or, I wonder, too, is it, is it that, you know, this we, we're, on, we're on a time crunch. Dude, you gotta teach him. Like, because Roku knows at this point, like... This might
1: be his only chance. This might be his
0: only chance. And so I wonder if that's part of it. Yeah. But And so he might know that Aang is not ready yet because he hasn't learned the other things. But he also might say... We might not have a better chance than right now to, to start teaching you these things. Yep. Um, and so he says, "Fine, I'll teach you." And he's like, "Great! Yeah, <laughs> like I can't wait to learn."
1: Yeah, it seems like Aang is completely unaware that Roku has just made a presentation in front of Jong-Jong.
0: Yeah. And so, do you think this, this is? Do you think this was Roku coming out and speaking to Zhongzhong, Zhong, or do you think that this was a flashback? That like it. That, Jongjong is remembering that this has happened before.
1: I honestly I don't know how this is possible in this universe but I, I feel like that was Roku responding.
0: I agree. And, and it, I don't
1: know how and I don't know how that presented itself and
0: we've already talked about it before that depending on the spirit world and your connection and how long you've been in it and how, how in tune you are with it which if you are a master you are likely more in tune with the spirit world can these things just take place. Yep. Um, but then Aang uh, gets a bunch of different tasks.
1: The sun, it is balanced with nature. Think of And so think about firebending and like, as if it were the sun and how it's balanced. And it's all about balance in this show. It's the Avatar's job is about balance. And then Aang gets very impatient with Miyagi. And uh, I've been breathing for hours. You want me to stop breathing? Right?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that was... Yeah, because I've been breathing for hours, Zhang Zhang says... You, you want, want to, to stop, stop breathing? breathing? Yeah, like... <laughs> but we see this all these moments of, like, concentrate, focus, do these things, and when Aang and is doing And every time,
1: those... Aang quits before he's told.
0: Yep, every time. And he also gets embarrassed at one point because...
1: Well, he makes fun of him for not being quiet and for not, like... and That's kind of my point. Like, Aang does not respond well to that type of teaching.
0: Yeah, that tough love. I
1: wonder if he would have been more successful if... He had taught him a different way.
0: Or if he just would have sat down and said, hey man, like this is kind of even a different approach in saying the same Mm -hmm. things like would have gotten there. Um, But yeah, and so Aang is up on the hill breathing. He's concentrating on the stone. Um, Katara's laughed at him at this point a couple times, which of course made him a little bit more embarrassed. Um, Learn restraint or risk destroying everything you love. Well, and I think it's really interesting that they
1: they pan into Zhao right at that moment. Yeah. Like, and so we get a clue in to see that Zhao, like, uh, and, like, he's, like, on the river at this point and making his way towards the camp.
0: Well, because we've gotten this, like, story of, like, I once had a pupil who yeah. didn't do this. And they,
1: and and they hint that Zhao... But well, at if, that
0: point, we know, right? Like, Well, we
1: don't really know until the end.
0: Sure, but if... If, if you're, you're paying attention, it, it makes perfect sense that they pan for that reason that you're like... Yeah, Zhao is that person. Um, because we know Zhao's past behavior is very much exactly what he's being described as. Yep. Um, and so, learn restraint or risk destroying everything you love, is the quote.
1: And eventually, Aang listens. He sits down and says, I'm sorry, I'm going to listen from now on. And then Jin says, Okay, we will now work with fire.
0: Gives him the leaf. Yep. Tells him, Make sure the flame doesn't go all the way to the edges.
1: Yep. Um, Again, working on your control, control, yep. making sure that you're able to restrain the fire from getting to the edge and bursting out of your control. Aang does not do that. He is not very good at restraint.
0: Nope. Turns it into a fireball. Super stoked.
1: Well, like because and this is also let's note that Jiangcheng had to leave because Zhao is approaching.
0: Yep. They got, he got called away to, to right? deal with this.
1: Right. And so he ends up burning Katara.
0: Yeah, because it gets out. It does get very it gets out of out control. Of he starts to juggle, then it, it encircles him, and Katara is on the other side of a river. Like that's how big this fire thing gets. Yeah, he's standing on a stone in the middle of a river. She's on the banks, and it gets big enough to get to her. Um, so it gets very out of control very fast.
1: Yeah, well, and then like Sokka gets mad and pushes Aang down. Right, Aang goes to apologize to Katara and says, "I'm really sorry. I'm so sorry." And then Sokka comes up and like. You burned my sister! And pushes Aang to the ground. Yeah. Right? Like,
0: that's... We have not seen Sokka do that. No. Right? That's a big moment. Well, and we know that he's been tasked with protecting his sister, right? Like, that's yeah. one of the things that his dad told him to do in the last episode. Yeah, like, apology
1: yeah. not accepted. Yeah. Right? And so, I feel like the... The fact that his sister got burned, the fact that he feels so protective of her... Leads Sokka to make a decision where he could have. I think that ultimately pushing Aang down was not very helpful, <laughs> right? right? I don't think that he helped he the situation. He did not show restraint at the the, end same. Of the situation. Correct. He didn't. There was no restraint in his like. His emotions took over, and he made a decision that put Aang in danger. And so, like, he did not ask, "Hey, what do we? Re- what is the best?" thing that i can do in the situation to help it instead he bypassed all of that listened to his anger and dove in and tackled ang right right so i just think that oftentimes if we check ourselves and again bring again way like seems like a theme of our show is constant self-awareness of what we're feeling and why we're feeling it will help us check and restrain ourselves from making decisions that ultimately
0: aren't beneficial to everybody. Right. But how hard is that, especially in that moment, too? Oh, it's, it's, ter- it's like, absolutely hard. He is wants to protect his sister. He knows Aang has been told to do better when it comes to showing restraint. Um, he is told the gang at this point, like, hey, we need to be more cautious. Multiple, multiple times. Multiple times. And so at this point, Aang has not listened to him, not listened to his master, and it could have, like, hurt Katara to the point of, Even more like, than I already like, did. It did. Right? And so, um... They get her up, she goes off, or she runs off, crying. Jong, Jong-Jong sees this Mm-mm. and gives a walk away of disapproval. He's already gone at this point. He comes back and sees her crying.
1: Oh, because he comes to warn them about... Because he comes to
0: warn them. And and then he, we'll,
1: well, and then, oh, that's right, because Sokka says, oh, it's your fault this happened, and he says, I know.
0: Yeah.
1: Run. <laughs> And then he goes, and that's right,
0: yep. And so he comes, he walks away with disapproval, then sees, Zhang, we cut to Zhang Zhang and Katara, and he yeah. sees Yeah, and he's envious of Katara. Because she's healed herself. And then well, we and, get a lot more of that conversation about fire is dangerous, it's well, destructive. And that's kind of my
1: point here. Like, that's where I feel like the jadedness comes out the most. Uh, in the, oh, yeah.
0: When he even talks to it, which is an interesting point, I don't know if I agree with it completely, but mm-hmm. he says, you know, like, all the other elements, if you leave them alone, they just stay the way they are. Versus fire, grows and destroys and grows and destroys if you leave it alone, Um, which is not entirely true. But I understand his point that he is making.
1: I mean, it's the concept of a wildfire, but it just depends on
0: other elements have to affect it. Other things. I think a lot of things happen
1: in the other elements that are destructive if left alone. I think hurricanes happen when things are left alone. I think that typhoon, like uh, tsunamis, happen. I think that avalanches happen there's a lot of things that happen when things are left alone that can right. be destructive right that's why i say i think i disagree
0: with the. Well, and, that's, and that's but i get the sentiment that he is making uh, Well, and
1: i get it because again i like as i talked about earlier it's because he's so jaded and like i i think i might maybe it's just me but i really think that he has a negative perception around fire that is not conducive to a, a positive teaching teaching
0: yeah yeah ability well, and so, at this moment, he tells Katara to run, go get their things, go get Aang. There's Admiral Zhao showing up on the shore where they are. Yep, he starts shoots tons of fireballs. He creates the wall of fire. Jean-Jean does. Yes. Um, and then
1: Zhao gets on shore and says, I know he won't fight. He gave up that a long time ago.
0: Yep, and then walks through the fire. The wall of fire comes down. Katara and Sokka are gone. Aang shows up.
1: Before that we see Aang is traumatized about firebending.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Like he's super traumatized. I'll never do it again. And the guitar comes up and says like I'm healed, healed, it's fine.
1: Yep. And I think that it's really interesting because we we have to overcome this in order for Aang to be fully realized as an avatar, right? And so this is a really formative moment for Aang's growth and development. And I think we'll have to come back to this later on when he does start to learn firebending again.
0: Because he doesn't use it Correct. After, the, after this moment. He shows up, Zhang Zhang is surrounded, Yep. Zhang Zhang, fireball spins, and is gone. Yep. Admiral Zhao says, he's in the woods, it's a trick, go get him, I'll take the avatar.
1: Well, and I think it's really interesting to think about like Zhao's lack of restraint here with his language. Right, the things he's saying to Zhang Zhang are clear. Like he just is just has zero. He withholds nothing.
0: Oh, and Zhang Zhang even tells him like you are not ready for this for the Avatar.
1: He is like what power, power, more power in him than yeah, more like, raw
0: power than I've ever seen yeah. in anyone before, or something along those lines. And Commander Zhao again, whether it's shame or whether it's. Whatever else might be driving him is like, you got to be kidding me. Like, this 12-year-old, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take him on. Who has already taken got him, him on yet.
1: two or three times already?
0: Yeah, he's already been beaten by Zuko. He's been beaten by Multiple A. Multiple times for um, both of them. And he says, I'm going to go get him. And then, so he sends his entire crew off to search for Jong Jong. We know that it is unlikely Very that they unlikely. will find him. And then we get a fight
1: scene. Aang and Zhao start fighting. And then Aang notices that Zhao is all power, without self-control, without, quote, restraint. restraint yep. Right? And begins to, like, poke and prod and provoke Taughts Zhao. him
0: on every button that would absolutely drive him and it's, up the wall. is it
1: not interesting that Aang knows exactly where to push him?
0: Oh, yes.
1: I find that really interesting. Because like, how many, like, let's be real. How many... Things does Aang really know about Zhao? Like, how many times? Like, they didn't see Zuko and Zhao's Agni Kai. He didn't right. see like all of the like. The only thing that he really saw was the blue spirit. Right. Right. And he knew was Zuko. And he knew that, that he knew was Zuko right. that Zhao didn't. Right. Right. He just suspects. Right. And so at this point, like, Ang just knows where to prod and poke Zhao. And I find that really interesting.
0: Yeah. I mean, knows because what is it? Like, oh, you think you're better than Zuko? Or like something along something those like lines. Something like that, right? Shakes his butt at him. Gets real cocky with what he's doing. Super, super cocky. Um, And then I do love the line, because after all of this, he is dodging all these flames. That this yeah, and you've lost this him. battle. You've lost this battle. What do you mean you haven't even thrown a punch? Yeah, but you have. Yep. Um, look, ar- And then he looks, looks around, around and green. sees...
1: Yes. That all of his ships are on fire and about and sinking. Yep, and
0: he dives into the water.
1: And then, this doesn't happen often, but he said, Aang said, Zhang, Zhang said you had no restraint. Oh, the word, the word popped up yep. in the episode.
0: They say that probably three or four times in this episode.
1: That was the only time they said restraint.
0: No, because it happens earlier where Zhang Zhang says restraint. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yep, and so... Dang it. Sorry. <laughs> um, but you get this moment Did where... Did you
1: catch another one, listeners?
0: Um... But he taunts him again. He does. He gets out of the water and he says, like, have fun walking home. And so, like, a part of me is still like, like, you've not won won this yet, man. Like, you've got to comp. Like, you've made four or five very poor decisions throughout the course of this episode. This is not a win for you, really, either. Like, that moment was, but none of this would have happened had y'all shown restraint throughout the rest of the episode. Had they not gone to the fire festival. That wouldn't have happened. You
1: could have prevented this.
0: And because what happens now is that Zhang Zhang is gone. Yep. All of his group is gone.
1: Che is left behind. Che is
0: left behind. I don't... I think this is meant to be, like, an intentional, like, oh, Che. Like, mm-hmm. I think he got left behind on purpose. I do, too. And I think he got left behind because he could not show restraint and didn't listen to the directions. And ultimately, I think that Zhang Zhang probably says, you're you're part of the reason this happened. Like, you led yep. them to us, and so you don't get to be a part of this anymore.
1: Yeah. Which is hard. Especially considering we were just talking about inclusion.
0: <laughs> right. Well, but, but the whole thing was just, because sh- Shade walks around like, quit joking, guys! And that's the end of the episode. It's like, quit joking, guys! Where are you?" And, like, well, I think that he was legitimately left behind on purpose. Because they were like, nope, he's, gonna, he's putting us in jeopardy.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think it's fair to have boundaries to say, "Hey, because you've done this, we're going to move ahead without you, and here's why." But to leave him behind with nothing, with nothing is is hard. Yeah. And I don't know that I agree with that, but I do, I do think that's the reason why. Yeah. And then we get the um, flyaway, the flyaway, and Katara Hills, Aang's yeah. burn, and he's like, "Oh my god, that's some really cool water you got." And Sokka jibes Katara with a little bit more sarcasm about how she's always been able to
0: do this. Oh, right? the, why didn't you use this on me when I was able to do this?
1: Yeah. Or when this happened? When I had my fishing hook in my thumb. Or when I had two fishing hooks in my thumb. Right? And so yeah. it's, I think it's interesting, like, again, what what does this serve? Right? They jab at each other a lot, and it's just... I don't like accepting that oh well that's what siblings do. No,
0: I don't want to accept that, but we do know that we are more because we know the buttons to push and because we know there's family and whether or not we take it for granted on that they're going to always be there no matter what or is it unconditional love or is it what are these things that we've kind of talked about that like may or may not exist but are like misconceptions that we have about our interactions with family. Yeah. That sit there and say, all right, we are so much more likely to pick the these battles that are inconsequential. We're going to say these things just to push the buttons of them because we know we can. Well, and I, I just don't think that's – I have siblings,
1: and that has never been my thought process.
0: Nope. Right? Well, not Not actively in
1: your Not consciously, right? Right. Yeah. It's, but, like, so consciously – I just like, let's think about this for a second. like, what is this serving? right? And because I, I feel like I've I've grown a lot since <laughs> since I was living with my siblings. Sure. And I, I think that we fought so much because there was no restraint with those jabs that we knew exactly where to poke and prod to
0: hurt the other people. And it sucked. Now, I do specifically remember making com- like making comments to like my sister. And sitting there, like, and going, like, I don't want to say this, but if she pushes me to, like, I know where to go. Yeah. Or I had, like, some justification in my head on, like, what made me justify in saying it or doing it. Yep. And then an active choice of being, like... You brought this on yourself. Like, all right, I'm going to gonna, I'm gonna drop this bomb, or I'm going to say this thing. Yep. Um, because I felt justified in doing it. And so, like...
1: Well, yeah, because we talk it up in our heads to say that we're justified, and it's, like, this idea of self-righteous anger right oh well if you push my button one more time then i'm gonna whip this out
0: what's well, like no, we are never better at arguing or like coming up with the right things to say um than we are in the fake arguments that we have with ourselves in like the shower right like the ones that you're like thinking about like well if i've got to do this thing today and if they respond this way i'm gonna respond with this and if they respond with this then i'm gonna come back with this like we do that and it's never how things pan out um but it is one of those things of like we think about what are the ways that we can dig deep or what are the ways that we can combat or um, and it never and most of the time it's not in a helpful way, right? It's
1: not, and I just I just want so much for Katara and Sokka because they love each other. It's clear that they love each other. They protect each other like nobody's business. Which
0: and you saw that happen,
1: yeah. When when he comes
0: up and shoves Ang,
1: but I just I so I think they would be closer and happier if they would show some restraint around those sarcastic jibes
0: yeah i think you're right
1: and i think they might have like i don't know where they're going to be in a few years right like i think that their long-term relationship would be potentially more healthy if those jibes were also at
0: a minimum yeah I and mean, i think that's probably the same for anybody right yeah
1: like, absolutely
0: if it's not a helpful comment show some restraint like you that's what mean, i'm you saying you don't need to say it
1: that's what i'm saying
0: that's the end of the episode. That's all I got. Anything else you want to bring up?
1: Just said that's all I got. Great. You sure? Yep. I'm looking at my notes and that's all I got. Fantastic.
0: Well, we will come back. What about you? You have anything else? No, I'm good. You sure? Yeah, I wrote down everything. Okay. Yeah. Last thing that's on the page is Katara Heelsang.
1: My, the last thing I wrote is restrain yourself.
0: That's how you wrote it in your notes? I did. Look, r-
1: Restrain yourself. With, Perfect. Yep.
0: Um, and so we will be right back. And we'll Exclamation talk point. Restraint through uh the lens of, of air. That's air right. An air bending. So we'll be right back in just a second. Alright, and we are back uh, to talk about restraint. Through a, lens through a lens. of air. Of wind, air. Whoosh. Yeah. So talk to me. What do, you, what do you want to work on this week? Yeah. What so do you want to do?
1: For me, I think about how restraint is often required when I'm feeling a heightened emotion. Um, not always, but usually I like what comes to me is when I get... Uh, irked or become angry or frustrated I am quicker to say something that I that is not uh, authentic for me Mm -hmm. That's something that I don't that doesn't live into the values that I'm choosing and so I think for me one of the things that is really uh, important about airbending and air in general is that that's the breath and so for me when I am feeling a overwhelming emotion or what when i'm feeling feeling a a whelming emotion i want to just take a a breath and um i'd like to do some tactical breathing and Uh and think uh before i speak in those moments so that i can use my breath and use my air to calm me to make a decision that is within my values rather than outside of them
0: nice yeah yeah what do you think well, for me, I, I I think of air of when it's focused, how it can be. I think of like a fan, right? So like it, when it's focused and at the appropriate level, it can be cooling um, and calming. When it's not, it is destructive. It knocks over. It can knock over papers and, you know, when you think of it at its very strongest form, tornadoes or anything like that, where it can just it can be super destructive. So. I take that into making sure that I'm being focused and and exerting the appropriate amount of energy towards things. Um, So I want to show restraint in uh, what I commit to this week. Um, I want to make sure that to do something well I need to be able to to live into it mentally um, and physically. and So I can be guilty of saying yes to a lot of things um, and overworking myself. and So taking a little bit of restraint, really thinking about what it's appropriate for me to be doing. it's something that I will do this week or try to do is, is have a little bit more strength in saying yes to those things. Thinking
1: about what you're saying yes to and being willing to say no.
0: Yeah, because when you overcommit yourself, uh, a lot of times it's almost like the can uh, you do one thing really well and do it to the job that needs to be done? Or when you take on all these other things, are you really just doing five things mm-hmm. poorly? Yeah. Um, and so for me, it's if I can do it and it, and it isn't a mental strain. Um, a mental tornado, or a physical one, or a stressor that's super high, how do I really live into that? Um, and I think for me it's showing a little bit more strength in, in what I commit to in those things. I gotcha. Yeah.
1: All right, so what are you doing at home? What are How are you thinking about restraint through a lens of air? And how are you gonna share that with us? Because we want to hear it. We want to know what you're thinking, and we would love to share that out. And please share. At The ArcV.
0: Yes also we are on we just finished episode 16 that means we got four more of season one and we are loving making these for you that being said season two is something we are excited to do um, but that takes a little bit of work and takes a little bit of effort and it would be awesome if y'all would subscribe to our patreon page because the money that goes to our patreon page helps us um, do all of these things and get things together so that this is possible and so um, think about doing that. There's exclusive content on our Patreon at The Archivee, um, and so check that out.
1: We'd also really appreciate if you're listening and you've been listening this far in, We'd like ha- giving a five-star review on iTunes is really awesome. Those reviews, uh, is, there's this algorithm on iTunes that allows this to continue and grow, and so this is one way to help us continue doing that as well, and we'd really appreciate that.
0: There's also several podcasts you can listen to. We have the movie arc, the music arc. You are currently listening to the TV arc. We have the Vespers Project. We have Rodriguez um, Revisited. There are so many things that you can go listen to. Please look those up on Apple or Stitcher or wherever you are listening to your podcast. uh, And we hope that you enjoy those as well. Coming up next week, do we know our lens for next week? We do. Yes. Ben likes to pick our lenses. And so... I let him do that.
1: Well, I mean, there's more than just liking. <laughs> like you also just like you pick them. Yes. <laughs> like, it's Like
0: I show restraint in what I commit to, and I don't want to commit to picking <laughs> our lenses.
1: Episode 17, we're gonna be watching that through a lens of rebirth, and so that's gonna be nifty. I think there's a lot of interesting things that happen in that episode that will be uh, worth listening to in that lens. So, well, yeehaw. Awesome.
0: Well, I'm Sunshine Mayfield.
1: And I'm Ben Pruitt.
0: And this has been Bending Not Breaking, and thank you for listening. See ya. Bye.